This is Alex. I'm from Boston. Hello, this is Jackie, and I'm from Houston. Hey, this is Rahul from Stanford. And we are the Premier Chefs. All right, guys, welcome back. Today, I have Ray Lynham with me. Uh, you may have heard of his name in the last few episodes where he's been kind enough to send us a match report from the, the women's games he's been to. Uh, and Ray, I must say that uh, we've tried to cover the women's team in, in as much detail as possible. But what you sent me last week, my friend, was by far the most detailed report I've <laughs> ever seen on the women's team and, and I've ever read uh, in terms of, you know, just understanding what was going on. So welcome to the podcast, and it's great to have you on. Yeah, thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah. So let's talk Let's talk about the uh, the last week or so uh, with the Chelsea women's team. Uh, you were at the Brighton game, which, like you were mentioning, could have easily been called off, and, and you would have had to head back home. Uh, then yeah. you went to the Champions League game, and then just actually the few last few hours got back from the Villa game. So... Um, talk to me about what you felt this past week with the three wins, with what you've seen on the pitch, uh, and then we can maybe specifically go into some of the games and, and talk about that. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a really good week for us as a team, I think. You know, I mean, getting three wins in a row. I mean, obviously, we've won, we've won seven on the row now, and I think it's been, it's been a really strong week. Uh, the Brighton game was played in some pretty horrible weather, um, driving down to that game I had suspicions it would get called off because some of the weather we drove through on the way to the game was horrendous um but to come away with a 2-0 win down there was pretty was pretty impressive um because we've all we always seem to struggle down there I mean I don't quite know what happens with that team and us because they just seem to pull off a blinder I mean today they got beat 8-0 by Spurs (laughs) so um don't quite know what happened there, but um, but yeah, no, that was a good result down there. Um, and then midweek Champions League, obviously coming off the back of the PSG game where we won one nil. Vlajnia probably, I well, I was expecting a bit more of a test from them given the result they had against Madrid the week before. Um, but we were that was probably the most dominant I've ever seen this Chelsea team play. Um, we didn't give them a sniff at all. Um, and came away with an eight 0 win in the end, which was, which was pretty stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, just really good football all round. Um, and then today against Villa, it was a good performance today. Um, it was pretty solid. Um, a three one win. Lauren James got her first couple of goals, which was really good to see. Um, she's needed them. She's had her chances, not taking them, but she took took the chances really well today. Um, and obviously, it was good to see Sam Kerr get a goal as well because she's struggled a little bit in the league this season to get a few goals, but um, hopefully off the back of midweek, hopefully we'll see her score a few more in the next couple of games coming up. Yeah, so you've had you've had quite an eventful week with um, the number of goals you've seen with weather conditions, like you were mentioning, being home, being away. Uh, but that's the that's the beauty of being a fan, right? You, you, especially on the ground in the UK, get to travel to the away games. You get to obviously go to the home games. Um, and watching from here, I did see the pitch um, at Brighton last week, and I'm, I'm not sure how that game went ahead, but hey, it went ahead and we won the game. Like you said, we've struggled against them, uh, and maybe we've passed our struggles on to the men's team, but we won't we won't get into that against, against we'll the Brighton. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, absolutely good to see um, the win last weekend in, in pretty bad conditions. Uh, 
And with the rotation that happened, I believe Sam Kerr didn't start that game. Pramila Arder didn't start that game. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, rotation, obviously Emma Hayes is, is out with um, her medical uh, surgery, but also on the, her way back. I know she was at the game today. But uh, like you said, I think the Brighton results set us up for what was to come midweek. And uh, I myself, you know, I, I knew we had a game and I was at work, uh, got caught up with a few things. And then all of a sudden, Jackie, who's one of my co-hosts, messaged me and goes, the women's team really were pissed off in this game because they they didn't hold back. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I go look at the score and 8-0. I mean, but hey, you you have to beat who's put in front of you and, and you, the goal difference is going to help us in the, exactly. in the next few match days. Uh, and then, yeah, today was another test, like you mentioned, I think uh, Villa have been on a decent run. Uh, I know they've, yeah. they've been pulling off some good results. So uh, never an easy game, but... Again, uh, Lauren James, you mentioned Sam Kerr getting the goals, but I think in overall, uh, Berger herself pulled out some good saves. So uh, yeah, a good definitely. way to get the season back uh, up on track after that first shaky result against Liverpool. But uh, let's talk about some of the, the names that you mentioned. So Sam Kerr, like you mentioned, has been a little slow to start, get started, at least in the league. I know she got four goals against um, in the Champions League the other day. And first first women to do it in the women's champions league and yeah. i only think i think only the fourth player in the champions league both men and some women's side so she's definitely a talent she's definitely one of our, our star players but what do you think is attributing to the fact that she's been a little bit off the mark in the league and and that's it's weird to say because she's still getting goals yeah i think with sam i think i think she's missing fran um because the combination those two had especially last season was exhilarating to watch um, I do think she is missing playing with Fran because those two just they just work together. Um, she's getting goals, and I think that midweek performance against Belagnia will help her. Um, I think that got her a bit of confidence back, and she took her goal really well today. Um, she she's had chances. It's not like she's not had any chances. She's just not been able to put them away. Um, but I think I, I as I say, I'm hoping that midweek four will really kind of boost her confidence and. And kind of go on and kind of hit start hitting the road a bit more this uh, this season, really. Yeah, I mean, it's it, like we we're saying. I think it's a she's a little bit of a victim of her own success and the standards that she set the last few seasons. Uh, but she, we always know we can count on her, and I'm sure she's developing a relationship with James. Uh, I think we saw uh, when James scored, Sam Kerr basically just sits on her back for a second. Yeah, she did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's she's a character in the sense that she's always having fun, having a good time, regardless of if she's scoring or not. And and that's what you want to see from your star player. You don't want it to be all about yourself. Um, let's talk about Lauren James for a second. So she came in last season uh, as a new player, injuries in and out of the squad. This season where we've really seen her come through, you and I watched her uh, the in the Portland, in Portland yeah. uh, in preseason. She was stepping in. I think she got a goal or two out there. How do you see this going for her for the rest of this season as well as what she's done so far? Uh, a breakthrough season for her at Chelsea, maybe? Yeah, I think it will be a breakthrough season. And I think with Fran being out still, um, I think that's been a massive, in a way, kind of a good fortune for Lauren because it's given her a chance. Um, last season, I, I saw her in a preseason, and like a, it was kind of a friendly game against the UK Armed Forces eleven. Um, it was our under 18s and she came on and played in that and she looked she looked dangerous. Um, whenever she's on the ball, trying to get the ball off her is very difficult. Um, and I think having those two goals today, which I think that's what she's been waiting. 
she's been waiting on getting goals because that's I think now she's got those two I'm hoping that'll spur her on same with Sam really to go on and start scoring more goals this season for us um but I think I think she'll come good I hope she'll come good um because there's been a bit she's a bit of a kind of an odd one in the in the amongst the supporters some people really like her some people aren't a fan um but yeah I think she'll come good and I think those two goals today will have really boosted her confidence quite a lot because she took especially the second goal the second goal yeah. she took it it was absolutely great finish really good finish yeah and you watch um, that second goal and you think is she, she didn't really have the right to shoot from there let alone score no exactly um and she busted it and she absolutely r- tried to get, get with Pernilla as well to get to yeah. get the assist. I think those two are going to maybe form quite a good partnership as well, which is good to see. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And, and you you look at it, right? She's been here, this is her second year. She's only 21. I mean, we say always yeah. to give young players time. They got to break through. They got to adapt. They got to adjust. Um, so the, for the fans that are a little bit shaky or, or have not so positive things to say about her, I'd say she's still coming into her own. She's She's yeah, competing against the likes of Fran Kirby, Sam Kerr, Pernilla Arter, and she's getting the yeah. minutes and she's performing, and and that's what you want to see from a young player. Exactly, I agree. I can agree more. Um, I think with that the level of competition in these kind of the attacking positions in this squad, I think you need you need to perform when you play, and I think I think with our squad this season, especially with the um, the Champions League and stuff, she's there's going to be a lot of rotation, especially the next couple of months. With the um with the group stage still going on, we're going to be playing three games a week. There is going to be rotation in the squad, um, and I think that will benefit the whole squad really. Um, you know, because they'll they'll all get time to shine really. Yeah, absolutely, and and luckily for us, I know the men's team will will take a break in the next couple of weeks, but the women's team keep playing through uh, almost till the end of December, which is good for us because we get to get some Chelsea football uh, while the World Cup yeah. is going on. Um, and I want to talk to you, Ray, about some of the new signings. And I, I remember from your report you had mentioned in the last game against Brighton, um, Joanna brighton Kneard was very good. Yeah. I think you even gave her the man of the match. Uh, Eve Parasit was another one you had said that dominated on the right. We've had Kadisha Buchanan come in. Um, I, th- I think I'm forgetting some of the other names that that have come in, but those three have kind of been, at least for me, uh, the standout performers. Uh, but I'd like to yeah. get your input uh, on them and from what you've seen at being at the games. Uh, some players don't start, but they come on off the bench. Has the attitude been from what you've seen? It's been superb from the new signings. Um, I think Buchanan in the centre defence. I mean, she was she was superb when she was. I think she was PSG before, right? And I think she was. She was superb there. Um, so I thought when she came in, it was a really good signing. Um, and she's looked really she's looked solid at the back. Um, and I think that's I think that's helped Millie Magda kind of make that back three. And I think it is really strong. Um F Perisay's been very impressive. Um, she was very good today. It, more in the defensive aspect today rather than the kind of offense kind of side of it. Um her work rate is superb and Puts in puts in some really good tackles as well. Um, it's not afraid to get stuck in. And yeah, Johanna Ritten Canarid has been superb. Um I saw her, she came off the bench against Everton away. Um and she, she only played half an hour, maybe. Um, and I think she changed the game. She looked so dangerous when she was on the ball. 
Um, and then against Brighton, she she started that game, and once again was was superb. Um, just her desire on the ball to run down the line and cut inside. I mean, she was unlucky. Um, she hit the bar. I think away. I think that was up at Everton. She hit the bar, and you know she's had chances, and but she's a, she just looks a very good player, um, and a really clever bit of side, a really clever bit of this, I think, especially keeping kind of all the Scandinavian players we've got. Um, it'd be easier for her to settle in with obviously Zachira and Magda being the Swedes as well. Um, Svitkova's looked really good as well from the girl the we signed her from West Ham. She got her first goal for the club midweek. Um, I've been really impressed with her when she's come off the bench. She's looked really, really strong. Um, did on the ball, and it was a really good finish at the week uh, midweek. But yeah, no, I think the signings we've made, they've kind of filled the gaps that needed to be filled, obviously with the three that left at the end of last season. Um, but and I have to admit, I think one player today that really stood out, I think Ev Percy was superb today. Um, just her with a cross, a cross that she can put in is just superb. Like from a corner, from three kicks, whatever, you know, she looks dangerous whenever that ball gets in the box. So yeah, really impressed with her. Yeah, and and I'm I'm glad you said um Swetkova's name because that was one you know I, I'd missed out. But we brought in I think four or five players into the first team. And for any squad, I mean we we're we have a settled base, we have a settled spine as 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 we hear a lot of the times. But for even that kind of a squad to have five new players, it takes a little bit of adjusting, figuring out, especially with Emma Hayes being out. Um, so I think it's it's important that these players are stepping up. They're putting in the work. They're putting in performances that, you know, we brought them to put in and uh, impacting the the team, not only on the pitch, but also off the pitch, because as results and as you build a relationship, you all kind of settle in and, and feel at home. So I'm, I'm glad you you mentioned her name as well as, Eve Paris said, well, I think had has was brought in with the intention of bringing that right-sided defensive but also attacking output. Uh and um I'm 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 glad to see them settling in. And I think um uh, as we progress along this season, it'll be good to have the experience of like an Eve Parasit, a Kadisha Buchanan uh coming into the squad and and hopefully taking us to the promised land, which is the Champions League. Uh yeah. Think, Speaking of the Champions, with, yeah, go no, go ahead, go. Ahead. I think with the Champions League this season, it's it's kind of wide open. There's there's a lot of teams that could win this that that could win it this year. It's not like you kind of looked at it maybe last season where it was Barcelona or nobody. You kind of that's the way it was kind of looking. <laughs> um, obviously, Leon, Leon got hammered by Arsenal. I yeah. mean, I didn't see that result coming. Um, so I think. There's a lot of teams in the Champions League that could that could be really strong this year. So it's gonna that'll be a very hard competition to win for anybody this year. But I think the depth we've got in the squad now, that's one thing I noticed today. I mean, Villa only had five players on the bench. Yeah. But we had some. We had we had like with Beth England on the bench. <laughs> Beth England's a known match winner. So for her to come off like to come off the bench, I mean, I think you look at the depth we've got there. I think that's a real strength moving forward this season. And and that's a great point, Ray. I, and when we were talking about Lawrence James, and we didn't even talk about Beth England being another option that she's going to compete with. So yeah. uh, I think the squad and the depth, like you were saying, will will come in handy, especially as we go through the the league, the Champions League, the Conti Club, uh, Cup, the FA Cup, uh, and yeah. these games will start ramping up as we come back from from the Christmas break. But 
Um, I wanted to talk to you about the Champions League in specific. So uh, last season, disappointment going on in the group stages, the season before that going all the way in disappointment at, in the final. It almost seems like, and I hate to compare it to um, the men's side, but it was disappointment, disappointment. But we were progressing along, making it to a final, not winning it. It almost seems like at some point this team is going to get to that that final stage and, and lift this trophy. Um, but particularly about this season, I think when the groups were made, it seemed pretty, and I know we've only played two games and we still got four more to go, but uh, it seemed like the group of death, I mean, with PSG, with Real Madrid, and no disrespect to um, Lindsay, I think um, everyone knew they would end up being like the team that, was not getting the wins. But again, like you mentioned, they've got a draw against Real Madrid. So um, how did you see it and how have you felt going after the draw into the first two games and we sit top of the table, I think nine goals scored. Uh, and now we have Madrid coming up back to back. So uh, how do you feel about our chances getting out of this group, maybe topping the group hopefully and um, whoever we get in the next few rounds, that that's up to the draw, but uh, ultimately just more about the group stage. Yeah, when I saw the group draw, I was a bit like, wow, that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be a challenge. Um, especially when you see a team like PSG in there. Um, I thought well, that's going to be a real struggle. Um, but Real Madrid have all, obviously quite a new side really. Um, but that but they're a dangerous side. I mean, they've got players like Caroline Weir in their side who is a very very good player. Um, but when it, when the draw got announced, I was I was quite nervous given obviously what had happened the year before. Um, but the way we started against PSG, we looked superb. Um, I was watching the game from the States um, with work. So, um, so yeah, managed to catch the entire game before I flew home, which was good. Um, we looked really good in that game, I thought. I thought away to PSG is a horrible place to go. Um, really hostile atmosphere, but it was a really solid performance. Yeah, we only got the one goal. We probably could have had more. But... I'll take one. I'll take a one 0 win away to PSG any day of the week. Um, and then obviously the Valencia game midweek. As you say, they are probably going to be the team that ends up with no wins in the competition this in this group potentially. But you've got to be the team that's put in front of you. You've still got to beat them. Um, first half, I thought we were a bit. I kind of we were three 0 up at half time, but it was one 0 for quite a while. We couldn't seem to get that second goal. Um, and we were all kind of chatting about amongst ourselves saying we need that second goal. Um, but when it got to three, I was pretty confident in the second half we'd go on and score more, um, which we did, obviously, 28-0. Um, the double header against Madrid is going to be very important. Um, being that They're obviously the team in second place now um, with four points. So, yeah, that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Um, I think I'm going to the Madrid away game I was going um, to so ask which off. one, yeah, which one you'll be at. I think I'm going. I think I will be able to get to them both actually. Uh, oh, good. Come off for the home game, and then uh, there's a few of us going out for the away game, which will be really cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I think that those. If we can get, even if we get a point away from home to Real Madrid and win the home game, it puts us in a really good position going forward to win this group. Um, I just don't want it to come down to the PSG game at home. Yeah, it's kind of be like my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of be like i think it was wolfsburg at home last season uh, where we had to get something out of it or i think win and we ended up tying 3-3 if i remember it right uh so yeah you're right i think if we from the position we're in if we end up in that position where 
we have to beat PSG at home. Not that I doubt that we can't beat them, but it's just too much pressure for, yeah. for that kind of a situation. Um, and, and like you mentioned, I think the next two games against Real Madrid, uh, if we avoid defeat, totally fine yeah. with that because you, you kind of expect PSG to get six points over the next two games. Yeah, you do. And you expect them to score a few as well. Um, obviously, we've then got to go away to Albania, which Real Madrid found a tough task. Right. I mean, they only won 2-0 out there. So, and having seen some of the, the support that was at King's Meadow uh, on Wednesday, it will be quite a hostile atmosphere, I'm guessing. Um, the support at King's Meadow was great. Um, it was a really good atmosphere. Um, one of the better European atmospheres that I've had at King's Meadow, to be honest, um, until they started throwing flares on the pitch. <laughs> That's when it got a little bit. That was a bit ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I think that'll be a tough. I don't think that's going to be as, I don't think we'll be as dominant in that one away because I think the atmosphere will be completely different. Um, but I, I still back us to get three points out there. Um, and then hopefully that puts the group to bed um, so that come PSG, we can just play with a bit of freedom and, and get hopefully get a good result at home against them to go into the Christmas break. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and that PSG game is the last game before the Christmas break. So uh, it'll be a good way to, to head into the holidays. Uh, and the way the group stands right now, like I said, we sit first. We go, uh, we host Real Madrid in the next game. Then we go away to Real Madrid. Then we go away to uh, Valencia. And, and then we have PSG at home. So two away games, which would mean we do the business in that home game against Real Madrid. We almost said almost yeah. there but no you don't want to don't want to start celebrating yeah. just yet uh, ray let's talk about this upcoming weekend so we obviously just won against villa 3-1 give me your man of the match from this game before we we move on or, or i think you can't, you, the can't, match. You, you can't really look past lauren james um right. i mean scored two assisted the third um she looked good today she really did look good today um I think Erin Cuthbert had a good game, um, as she always does. She always, honest. yeah. She's she's a hundred percent every game. Yeah, and I think she loved the Brighton game because she could go in for as many slide tackles <laughs> as she wanted. Um, but no, I think Erin had a good game. Sophie Ingle played well as well, and that was good to see her um, kind of in the starting eleven and having a really solid game. Got booked when she never should have got booked. She won the ball. Um, that was, I think, that's the one big criticism. The WSL is the refereeing, the standard of refereeing in the WSL. It's it's questionable. Um, <laughs> and and I, I know that's maybe just being biased, but it can be quite questionable at times. I mean, Jesse Fleming got bundled over in the penalty box today and, didn't get, and we didn't get anything for it. And it's, yeah, it just, it, that's <laughs> the one thing with the WSL at times is just the refereeing can be a bit questionable, but. We won today against Aston Villa and the referee, so I'll take it. <laughs> it, it it's funny to hear you mention referees because we we always talk about VAR and all the decisions that we do we don't get we get uh, on the other side, but uh, it almost seems like the standard of refereeing in England. And please correct me if I'm wrong. I don't want to make a whole judgment here. Yeah. Just overall needs to improve, and they need to be more consistent with their decisions. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree. I agree with that 100. Uh, percent You see it. You see different games refereed different in different ways, and I know referees different, but there are there is there's quite a few decisions in the last couple of games. Maybe not so much at Brighton. Brighton, I don't think there was any. I think the referee had a pretty good game. 
Um, but I think the Everton game and this game that I can really remember, it, there's a few decisions that went the other way, which were quite questionable. Um, but, you know, that sport, you don't get every decision. So, um, but yeah, I think overall in, in the UK, I think the refereeing definitely needs to be bit stepped up a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I don't think we're going to solve that here, but we can definitely talk about it and, and hopefully uh, it does get better over time. Uh, so let's talk about the next few games here. We've got Manchester United coming up uh, next yeah. weekend. We don't have a midweek game, which is nice because, like you mentioned, we've had quite a few games and a, and a little bit of a rest period would be nice. Um, yeah. So Manchester United coming up, I believe it's away from home. Yes, it is uh, next Sunday. Are you first of all? Are you going to be at that game? Yeah, I'll be. I'm. I'm going to be heading up. Um, nice. I'll drive up on the Sunday, watch the game, and then I'll stay up there on the Sunday night and come back the Monday. That's a massive game. Yeah, it's, table. it's the biggest game of the season so far um in the league. Um because they're they're flying, you know, they're having a they've had a really strong start. They've not conceded a goal yet. Um hopefully we can change that and put a few past them. Um <laughs> but they've got they've got some very good players up there. Um they've got they've got a couple of ex blues as well. So in Hannah Blundell and Maria Thoris right. So hopefully they're they're not out for revenge for the last game of the season last year, but um, <laughs> but hopefully we can go up there and and put a performance in and get and get the three points. Um, I think that will put us in really good stead going going forward. Really, I think that's a massive game. Yeah, and and just to add to that, so they've played five one five, scored fourteen goals in those five games, uh, and they sit perfect top of the table with fifteen. Chelsea played six one five, lost one. We know the Liverpool loss, scored fourteen, so we scored the same amount as as United. But we've conceded five, and so we sit uh, in second spot with 15. And then Arsenal, who's traditionally fighting with us, top of the table, yeah, have played four, won four, scored 11, conceded none. So another team that has a uh, perfect record in terms of clean sheets and wins. Uh, but they've played one less than United and two less than uh, us. So uh, it's, it's getting tight up there already, even after five, six yeah. games. And we know with the history of the WSL that um, it's always tight. It's always going to be towards the end of the season where a team wins the league. Uh, so in terms of this game, do you... I know Emma Hayes was at the game at the Kings Meadow. Do you, I don't think it might be too soon for her to travel away from home, right? Yeah, I would I would think so. I think it might be too soon for her next week. Um, you never know. I mean, she's a fighter. Um, it'd be lovely to have her back on the sidelines. Um, I mean, we've done, we've done pretty well since she's been away. Um, I don't think she'll have too many complaints, um, but it would be nice to have her back. Um, but yeah, I think, I think this game will have a massive impact on the season. I mean, Arsenal have still got to play today. I mean, they're playing West Ham this evening, I believe. Um, West Ham, a bit unpredictable. You never really know. I mean, they kind of, they went one nil up against us really early on. So, yeah. Never know. Um, that's the thing with the WSL, especially this year. Teams are taking points off teams that you wouldn't usually expect. Um, so you never know. Um, but Arsenal have Arsenal have looked very good this year. Um, in all competitions in the Champions League as well, they look really strong. So it'll be a, it'll be a challenge. I think. Obviously, we've not played them yet. Um, I think we play them in January. So that that will become a very big game of football. I think yeah. that'll be uh That'll kind of obviously we win that we kind of get back kind of on parity with them because whether they'll lose or not who knows I mean they're just on such a good run of form 
Yeah, I, I agree with you. But let's stay for let's stay on United. So um I know we've been with Emma Hayes being out. Obviously, I'm sure she still has a, has an input on on the on yeah. the lineups and who starts and who doesn't. But Paul Green and Denise Reddy have done a fantastic job, like you mentioned, filling in. How do you see this one going? Do we go? I know we've been going from a back three to a back four, depending on on you know what we need in midfield. Uh, do you think it's a back four in this game against uh, United? I would probably still stick with the back four, um, just because the Man United wide players with Ella Toon and stuff. Uh, Ella Toon, you know, she played well against us last season. Um, I would stick to the back four, um, and just I. I Obviously, we can be flexible mid-game if, if we're dominating right. to the back three and move Eve up, move Eve a bit further forward. But um, I think I would probably stick to a similar starting eleven that started today because um, I I really like that side today. Um, obviously, if Fran's back fit, maybe she can maybe get hopefully come off the bench. Um, there's not really been much said about what's what's been keeping her out. It's just been an illness. I don't know if that's a right. continuation of what kept her out towards the end of last season. Um, but when she came on against um, Belashnia midweek, she looked really good. So we could see her get a few more minutes. But I think we just stick to the same kind of side that we played today because they looked great. They looked really great. And to be honest, one player that we've not even mentioned, which I can't believe I've not mentioned, is Guru Wrighton. Okay. I, I was looking through the lineup today and I, I realized that we haven't even spoken about her. So that's a great time to to bring her up, who's been in scintillating form this it's I say this season, but she's always been reliable in yeah. in this squad, always providing assists, goals when you need it. If I'm not wrong, she scored in that United game at the end of last season yeah, uh, yeah. where we were trying to win the title. So um great, great time to bring her up, I think. Four assists, was it in the Champions League? One more today. Uh, yeah. she's come into her own in, in the squad and is a player that you almost can't drop at the moment. I don't think you can drop her. Um, I think we didn't. she didn't start against Brighton uh, last weekend and we missed her. She, like down that left-hand side, she is just so quick. Um, her delivery into the box is superb. And I mean, as you say, she got four assists midweek. I mean, that's incredible. Um, I just think I don't think I've seen her have a bad game for Chelsea. Um, she's just that one. She's one of those players that you just, as, as you say, you just can't drop her, especially the form she's in just now. Yeah, and uh, and it's not just about the attack. I think also helping out defensively. Like today, you mentioned um, we played a back four, which means Ericsson plays as the left back. Um, yeah, and and so Wrighton has to help out because we know Ericsson isn't a traditional left left back. Um, so she's going yeah. to provide the the output up front, but also help out with defense. And she's another one like Cuthbert that you know what you're going to get uh, on a yeah. consistent basis. And then there's these moments where you get four assists, you get an assist again today, and um, you can always count on her to provide in the moments that the team needs something and needs something, the front players need something. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. Mag does not, you're out and out left back. Um, but once again, never never puts a foot wrong out there, really. Right. Um, but Guru has that pace to chase back if need be. Um, and I I just think she's just she's she's a very special player in this side. Um, in a side full of stars. Yeah. With you know the big names, Kerr, Harder, and Millie Bright, but she sometimes goes under the radar. Guru writing, which I think kind of benefits her. Um, but I think. Amongst the supporters, anyway, she's she's well loved. 
we really enjoy having her on our side and she's all and like speaking to her after games and stuff she's she's a great human being as well and yeah and just good fun as well she always looks like this whole team always look like they're having a good time I mean Erin at points today did look a bit frustrated um but um that her kind of warrior-ness kind of coming out really but yeah Guru I would have her in my team any day of the week yeah, I mean, it's it's a player that you know what you're getting, like I said, and, and you can count on her every single time. So similar to today, a back four, maybe Eve Parasit, Millie Bright, Kadisha Buchanan, uh, Erickson in that United game. Uh, the question would be, would you continue to play Lauren James on the left? Uh, or I beg your pardon, on the right, like she played today? Um, or are you going with a more 4-3-3 and then maybe Lauren James pushes up uh, onto the wing a little bit further forward? I would play her like we played her today. Okay. Um, I'm honest, if she starts, I think that's the place to play her because she looked dangerous today. Um, and I think the way that we played today, I think it worked against United. I think, I think you know, having we had runners from deep all day today. You know, Aaron Cuthbert made some great runs through the middle. Um, and I think I do think Lauren James out wide in that kind of four three three on the right. She can cut in. She dropped deep quite a lot today as well, I noticed, to get on the ball. Um, and that just seemed to work for her. And whenever she's out wide, she can cut in. She And she will go around players. Like, I don't think I've seen a player be able to that comfortable just to turn, like turn a player inside out and just go straight past her. Um, so I, th- I think we play her out there. If she, if she starts against Man United, which after today, I don't really see her not starting. Um, I think I think she um, she plays out in the same position position she played today yeah I, I i agree with you and you know cutbert we said right and are, are going to be playing i think sophie ingles should be playing as well especially yeah. um against a united team that's flying and then the only question would be um does sam kerr start with order or is does Fran kirby come back and maybe it's too soon for Fran kirby to start the game uh but for order and that's another player that we haven't even actually spoken about too much but she's been in and out of form you could say a little bit Obviously gets three goals the other day in the Champions League and maybe a, a spark to start her season. Uh, but she's one that's always working hard and I know sometimes gets pushed backward into the midfield when we play a 4-3-3. So uh, she's reliable. She gets the goals uh, when she's put in the opportunity. But I think some of the fans may say that she misses a little bit too much too, uh, which is a knock that uh, against her. But hey, if you're in the positions... You may miss two, but you may get two. It's it's that kind of yeah. a, a position you play in. So uh, definitely an exciting game, a, a tough game, like you mentioned, that get away to United. They'll be fired up to continue the good form, play against the, the current champions. Uh, what's your score prediction? Can we go away and get this win and, and put a, maybe a, a little bit of a break to this United train? Yeah, I think we can. Um, I think we'll go up there. I think I'm probably going to maybe say 2-1. Probably a little bit on the nervy side. Um, I think I don't. I don't see it. Be, I don't see it being like a completely one-sided game for either side. Um, it never. I mean, we went up there last season. We beat them six 0 I don't see that happening again. Yeah, that's yeah. If I'm honest, that's not going to happen. They're they're a different side this season. Um, and I think to be honest, I think they'll probably get top three. Um, I think they'll probably finish ahead of City this year. Just I think City are just look a bit. They've kind of they've, they've lost a lot of players, City. Players, so yeah. I think United will be going to the top three. Um, but I'm going as I say, I'd probably go two one, two one Chelsea. Yeah, and, and that would be a great way to um 
believe because that's the last game before the international break. Yeah. So <laughs> a good way yeah. to see out this run of fixtures and then come back against Tottenham, which is another tough game. Uh, I tend to agree with you. I think it's going to be a tight game. I would have also said 2-1, but to keep it different, I'll go 3-1. Uh, we definitely have the firepower. It'd be nice to score three against United in one game uh, and, yeah. and, you know, break their uh, clean sh- clean sheet streak. Um, exactly. But Ray, yeah. it's been great chatting with you. I, I really appreciate you uh, reaching out and, and keeping us informed on what's going on uh, at the at the games and on the ground. Uh, anything else you want to you wanna add? Uh, I know you said you'll be at the United game. Any other games that you're looking forward to? Real Madrid away, of course, but uh, Tottenham maybe coming up in the next few weeks? Yeah, Tottenham will be pretty, pretty special. Tottenham's at Stamford Bridge, um, so that'll be that'll be really special. Um, it's always nice going back to Stamford Bridge. and So, yeah, that'll be a really special game. Uh, I think the Real Madrid home game um, as well at King's Meadow will be... That'll be a pretty epic... That'll be a really good atmosphere, I think. Um, and hopefully we can get the job done. And yeah, I think I think the United game going into the international break, if we can get if we can get three points up there, that puts us in a really good position going forward this season. And and yeah, I think I'm hoping it'll be a really good season for us. Um I feel pretty confident after the last few weeks we've we've had some testing games and we've come through with flying colours. So um so yeah, fingers crossed for a good season. Yeah, definitely fingers crossed and um I'll keep an eye out for you at Stanford Bridge when I'm watching that game on the 20th. Uh, it should be it should be a good atmosphere. It should be a good turnout for that game. I know the first game of the season was supposed to be at the bridge. Unfortunately, that couldn't go through. So this will be the first time they play at the bridge this season, and uh, I'm sure it will be a great turnout. But Ray, once again, thank you very much uh, for your friendship, for your partnership here on the podcast. You're welcome back at any time to to talk more about the women's team, the men's team, if you'd like to. Um, not although we don't want to talk about that right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but I'm sure they'll they'll turn it around too, fingers crossed. Oh, uh, are you definitely. are you by any chance heading to any of the World Cup games or um potentially? Um I'll see go. if I'm out there with work. Um I know a lot of my friends and stuff at at Chelsea, a few of them are heading out there. So um yeah, hopefully might get out for a couple of the games potentially. We'll see. And, and that'll be exciting as well. But Ray, thank you once again. Uh, and Thanks we'll, we'll be back. Uh, we'll, we'll chat obviously offline. And whenever you're ready to come back, we'll, we'll love to have you on. Uh, but that wraps it up, Definitely. guys. Please please continue to subscribe, uh, subscribe, like, and listen to us. It's at the Premier Chels and all podcast providers, uh, Instagram and YouTube. And on Twitter, it's at Premier Chels. Uh, and we will be back with a preview or review of the United game uh, next weekend. But until then, stay safe and up to Chelsea. Hey guys, the Premier Chelsea is sponsored by Kickoff Coffee. They are a top quality artisanal roasted coffee. In other words, they're Champions League winner and Premier League winner every single time. They deliver fresh bags directly to your home so you don't have to go to a coffee shop and pick up something. And the best part about them is every bag gives back to soccer charities. 10% of the proceeds go to organizations that use soccer to promote youth social development in the underserved areas. Use our code TPCOFFEE15 to get 15% off your order. You can order at kickoffcoffeeco.com or check out the links on our social media. Thanks.